It's Friday. Welcome to the Y'all Show, the show all about the South. And we have made it through the first couple of days of August, and our reward is a couple of days off. Hello there, I'm John Rawl, and I've got a very special guest on today's Y'all Show, a fellow that has already made his radio debut, so we can't say he's a total novice, but it's my eight-year-old son, Knowlton Rawl. Hello, Knowlton. Hey. <laughs> hey, are you a boy or a girl? You almost sound like a girl when you said that. Oh, sorry. Hey, how you doing? Come on, when you're on radio, you got to talk. I know, sir. Okay. Well, we're going to have a good time. Knowlton has been a good kid this summer. He's got to go back to school next week. So his reward for being a good eight-year-old son is school. No, is, is actually getting to co-host the Y'all Show on a Friday. True. Is that, is that okay? Is this better than going to school? Yay! Oh, okay, good. I was about to worry. I thought you might be one of those kids who can't wait to get back to school. After I sing, hell, they're on stage. Okay, well, I don't think you want to get back to school quite so soon. But he, like many of you may be listening to the show, have children who have either gone back to school or just about ready to go back to school. What? How, how does it feel to, to have to know your summer is pretty much over? Well... You know, August, the end of summer, real well, vacation, sort of. And, well, you got to go to school and be there for at least a year. Well, and I finish in May. Yeah, you'll be a third grader this year. Mm-hmm. So it's not quite a full year, but so many kids. Look, pretty much everybody listening to the show right now, they, they just like you. They had to go through first grade, second grade, third grade. grade. Now, some people, when they get up around 8th and ninth grade, it starts dropping out. <laughs> but let's not let that happen to you, okay? I hope not. You think you can stick it out for 12 years? I'll try. All right, good. All right, well, let's get into the headlines, Knowlton. And the first headline comes from the state of Tennessee, where they had a big primary Thursday. And a political newcomer, Bill Lee, has won the Tennessee Republican gubernatorial primary. He's a businessman. He's got an air conditioning company in the Williamson County area of Middle Tennessee. And Bill Lee bested Diane Black, a current congresswoman from the Nashville area, who kind of had the support of Mike Pence, sort of support of Donald Trump. Well, Bill Lee wins the Republican primary for governor in the volunteer state. And he moves on to take on the former mayor of Nashville, Carl Dean, in the general election in November, but a convincing win, really, in a race that was too close to call heading into Thursday. Bill Lee picks up the win in Tennessee for Republican primary winner. And again, he'll face off against Carl Dean. Now, the former mayor, not Carl Dean, the other former mayor of Nashville is Phil Bredesen. Bredesen, after leaving the helm in Nashville and Davidson County, went on to be a two-term governor. In fact, one time he won every single county as a Democrat in his race for governor in the state of Tennessee. Well, he is now running for U.S. Senate, and he won his Democratic primary Thursday in Tennessee, and he'll face off against Marsha Blackburn, a congresswoman from the Nashville area, and it'll be Blackburn Republican versus Bredesen Democrat for the U.S. Senate seat that Corker is abandoning in Tennessee, and those two will emerge as the face-offs in the November election. So a lot of political stuff happening in Tennessee on Thursday, and of course there were congressional races going on in, in primaries in the state of Tennessee, all that now behind, 
and Bill Lee's the really the big winner. The Bredesen and Blackburn wins were expected, but that governor's race in Tennessee was nasty. We heard a guest earlier in the show, earlier in the week, Joel Ebert of the Tennessee newspaper, talk about how roughly $50 million had been spent in the governor's race in Tennessee. Now that ends on the primary side, at least, and Bill Lee moves on. Congratulations to Bill Lee. Now that is big news, but it may not be the biggest political news coming from Thursday's primary in Tennessee. Nolton, you ready for this? You know about wrestling? You know what wrestling is? Yeah. You like wrestling? No. Well, okay. Well, there's a wrestler named Glenn Jacobs, but he's commonly known by his wrestling character, Kane, K-A-N-E. And he won the election for the Knox County mayor in Tennessee. Kane is a Republican, and he beat his Democratic nominee, Linda Haney. So a wrestler is going to be the Knox County mayor. That's big news. I thought I've been, I think I've been through Knox County, Tennessee. Yeah, you have. It's where Knoxville is. In the wrestling world, Jacobs is better known oh. as Kane, the seven foot, 300 pound. You'll like this. You have something in common with this. His nickname is Big Red Machine. My son's got red hair. No, that's Cincinnati's name. Okay. Sorry. The Big Red. That is Cincinnati Red you're talking about. But how about Kane? also known as Glenn Jacobs, the Knox County Mayor in East Tennessee. Congratulations. And uh, I guess he'll be body slamming anybody that comes along and gives him a hard time. In Atlanta on Thursday, three inches of rain soaked Fulton County, and it set a single-day record for rainfall. Unbelievable. That's a lot of rain, three inches. you got to be careful. That Chattahoochee River, I'm sure, is flowing big time, but it's hard to believe in a city like Atlanta where so much rain comes all the time that a three-inch in one day is, is a record. But that, that is what happened in hot Atlanta on Thursday. Now, rain also causing problems in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Evacuations have been ordered in Lynchburg, in parts of the city of Lynchburg, Virginia, because a dam is in, quote, imminent failure, the College Lake Dam. And they're looking for signs for structural failure. Early this morning, water spilling over the dam, threatening about 124 houses 80,000 people live in Lynchburg, Virginia. So we wish everybody in Virginia the best as they've, they've had a rain soak couple of days. And in Lynchburg, a dam could flood these parts of the city of Lynchburg, Virginia. At least it's not the Mississippi River. No, but it's still, you don't want to be flooded no matter where you are. And it's not a fun thing. Not and, at all. And so we want to keep an eye on that. Now, here's some good news on the weather front, Nolton. Phew. You know, Hurricanes, you're kind of scared of hurricanes, aren't you? Miami. Yeah, no, Miami. not Miami hurricanes. No, no, no. The real the real hurricane. This uh -huh. this boy, he likes to watch the news and weather. And when he hears about a hurricane hitting in South Texas, he's scared like a, a little tiny girl might be. Uh, and he lives wow. in Mississippi. So he doesn't quite understand how a hurricane, eh, you kind of know it's coming. you got time to evacuate. But, yeah. but you also, Knowlton, you live about five hours from a coast, so you shouldn't be that scared of a hurricane. <laughs> now, tornadoes, for you and for everybody else out there, no matter where in the south you live, those things are nasty, and those are to be feared because you don't know when and where they're coming. So there's a difference. But here's the news on hurricanes. The experts say that the season for hurricanes this year, it looks to be quieter than initially thought. So that is very good news forecast team at Colorado State University, which puts out a forecast for the Atlantic and Pacific hurricane seasons. They've revised their expected storm totals for the 2018 Atlantic season. Wow, the Rams. Yeah, well, they're the Colorado State Rams. You're right. See, this boy knows too much about sports. Sorry. 
We've got to know about weather, too. Uh, but regardless, the, uh, the the experts say that there may be less threat for hurricanes in 2018. Now, I did see there's something churning out there in the Atlantic right now. I needed to look into it a little bit more. But it is hurricane season right now, and they can certainly affect people. Especially, it seems like almost every Labor Day weekend, there's a major storm hitting the south somewhere. We hope that doesn't happen this year, but that has been typically the common thing going on the last few years. Now to the Palmetto State, and how about this, Knowlton? Senior citizen, do you know what a senior citizen is? A person that's in college? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a person that's about 65 years or older, like, oh. your, like your grandparents. I think all of your grandparents are over 65 now. They are, that's, they're called senior citizens. That's a nice way of saying, what, what's another word of saying, someone 65 years and older? I don't know. Old? Uh, that's yeah. what I was thinking. It's a polite way of saying that they're all Well, two senior citizens in South Carolina, a 70-year-old man and another man, 72, they got into a physical fight over free samples at a Costco. Have you ever been in a Costco? No. It's kind of like Sam's Club. Uh, kind of one of those discount places. Yeah, they got into an altercation over some free samples being given out, these two septuagenarians. That's just weird. That is weird. One cut in line, took some cheese and walked off and... Next thing you know, fisticuffs going on between these two 70-year-olds in South Carolina. You could call them a pair of fighting Gamecocks there in, <laughs> in South Carolina. This happened in Greenville, South Carolina, the home of Furman University. And Costco, FU. FU, that's right. And the, the folks there at Costco having to settle down a pair of 70-year-olds fighting over free samples. Got to watch out for those free samples in Costco. Now to your home state, Knowlton, Mississippi. You and I have been down to the coast of Mississippi. We went down to Gulfport. Yeah. We even went to a big place called Mississippi City. Go look that up on the map sometime. Yeah. That uh, is an old town that's not really there. It's been consumed by Gulfport, Mississippi. But tourism numbers on the Mississippi Gulf Coast are in, and the numbers are looking real good. A 6.3 increase in visitors between 2015 and 2017, according to Visit Mississippi Gulf Coast. And that is very good news. More than half of the 13.7 million visitors last year stayed just one day. So they'd like to keep them around a little more when they go to Mississippi. But one thing about the Mississippi Gulf Coast, if you don't like big waves crashing down on you, it's a great place to go. It's kind of like a kiddie pool, the Mississippi Gulf Coast, because they have the yeah. bear. Yeah, they have a kiddie, like, uh, like for you, a kid's pool. <laughs> they have barrier islands, which kind of restrict big waves coming in. So they got a big, wide beach. So you can go out there and play. You and I could go out there and toss around a football or baseball or anything like Speaking that. Speaking of Mississippi, I have a joke. What's that? Where would you think Michigan would have their city? Where would you think Michigan would have their city? Well, yeah, it's actually in Mississippi. It's a true fact. Michigan City, Mississippi. Yeah, there is a town called Michigan City, Mississippi. Do you think there's a Mississippi City, Michigan? No. Okay. I don't know. There may be. We have to go look it up. Uh, I thought you were going to tell me that my son was born in Tupelo. I was going to tell you this joke. You ready for it? Yeah. I heard it was cold in Mississippi. Real cold. Did you hear that? No. I heard it was Tupelo. I heard it was Tupelo. How's that funny? Because people like when it's really cold, it's like two below zero. <laughs> two below. Okay. All right. That's I heard that when I was like your age, Nolton. So I've been holding on that one for some reason all these years. But yeah, good numbers coming from the state of Mississippi's Gulf Coast when it comes to tourism. Now, Nolton, you're of a generation. 
that uh, unlike me, when I was your age, an eight-year-old or even an 18-year-old, the thing to do if you could do it was to go to a shopping mall. Now, you've been to a mall once or twice, but really nowadays, shopping malls are a thing of the past. And one of the real key places to always visit when you were at a really good shopping mall was a place called Brookstone. Brookstone, you'd go in there, they'd have all these gadgets like a, a seat that would massage you, and, and they'd have all other kind of electronic devices. A really neat thing. Well, all 101 mall stores of Brookstone are going to be closing as the company has filed for bankruptcy. So a uh, symbol wow. of the 80s, 90s, 2000s for people when they went to a shopping mall, Brookstone, really one of the kind of neat places in a shopping mall. Because frankly, Knowlton, when I've been to shopping malls, usually it's not because I wanted to be there. I've been forced to go to a shopping mall. And wow. Brookstone was a store you and I and even a female or two or three could go in there and we'd all kind of kind of be amazed by the gadgets that they had in there. So Brookstone could closed. You buy them? Yeah, you could buy stuff. They of were kind of expensive. Aww. They had a lot of radio stuff. That's one thing I liked about Brookstone, but they are closing all 101 mall locations of Brookstone. So bad news if you like gadgets. Now to New Orleans. The city of New Orleans has had 34 people shot including four young children in the last two weeks. A violent sad. spree, very sad, in the, in the Crescent City of New Orleans. Seven people have been cut, killed. Dozens have been wounded by gunfire. And this is just a, a bad thing going on in New Orleans. I don't wanna, we're, we're telling you this. We don't like to talk a lot about uh, killings and all that on the Y'all Show. This is not a show that's covering all that on a daily basis because, frankly, sadly, Knowlton, there are people being murdered and shot and wounded all over the place every day. And we could spend the whole day talking about murders. I don't want to do that. That's Me what you, that, either. That's what you got local news for. However, New Orleans is one of our big cities in the South. And to have that many people, 34 are shot in the last two weeks is ridiculous. And if you're going to be going to the Crescent City in the near future, well, you need to be aware of what's going on. It's a violent spree in New Orleans right now. And the officials there need to get a grasp of what is going on. I got a big city. The closest big city that New Orleans would probably be Houston. Yeah, well, that's true. And they've got their own crime things. But not quite as many people in Houston have been shot, to my knowledge. But New Orleans, bad news coming from the Big Easy. Now to the state of North Carolina we go. And in Rowan County, North Carolina, there's been a Christmas parade that has gone on for nearly 60 years. Well, they are canceling this parade, this holiday parade in the in the area, I think around Salisbury, North Carolina. They're closing because last year some people on a parade had some gay pride symbols and they said they were discriminated against. And there's been right. some people wanting an apology. And so the organizers of this parade in Salisbury, North Carolina, after all these years, decided this week that they're just going to in the holiday caravan parade in Salisbury, no more Christmas parade because of the threat of a lawsuit, it looks like. So that is bad news if you like Christmas parades because of the threat of, of discrimination. They're just going to say, oh, we're just not going to do anything. So that's, that's coming from the, the old North State. Finally, Knowlton, on today's headlines from across the southeast, Yep. We like to do something on the Y'all Show from time to time called D-U-M-M, dumb. Just dumb, dumb, dumb. Dumb and dumb. Now, dumb. the funny thing about this one, Nolt, 
is this is a Californian that is guilty of being D-U-M-M dumb. And that's great because Californians often think that we here in the South are a bunch of dummies. Well, here's a dummy from California. You ready for this? 40-year-old Cesar Navarro of Los Angeles was sentenced this week in Elkins, West Virginia for mailing methamphetamine to West Virginia and Virginia. He's been sentenced to 40 years in federal prison for using the Postal Service to mail meth. He's sending drugs in the mail. How stupid is that? Yeah, that really You shouldn't is be dumb. doing that anyway. You shouldn't be sending it anyway. But going through the Postal Service, mailing methamphetamine to consumers in Virginia and West Virginia. And this man, I was impressed by the sentence. 40 years in federal prison for Mr. Navarro of Los Angeles. See you later. Sending him down river there. No doubt. And that is the look at headlines from across the South here on the Y'all Show with John and Nolton Raw, Mr. Eight-Year-Old Sports Guy. Hey, you like sports? Yep. We're going to talk sports in the next segment. We're going to talk about some headlines from across the South. Sad news for an NFL player at the Tennessee Titans. He had an ACL injury yesterday. We'll tell you who Mariota? that was. Mariota? No, uh -oh. not Mariota. Someone else that plays for the Tennessee Titans. He had a ACL injury. We'll tell you about that. Plus, we're going to give a little love to the Sun Belt Conference. They just had their media event, and we've got the two teams that finished a tie to top the Sun Belt last year, the Troy Trojans and the Appalachian State Mountaineers. We'll have their head coaches talk in the next segment. That's ahead on the Y'all Show with John and Knowlton. We'll be right back. <laughs> Blue Star Medicated Ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. We're back here on the Y'all Show. Yes, thank you, young man. That is Nolton Rawl, the co-host on this special day for him, as it's his last day of freedom. He starts school back next week, as many of our youngsters across Dixie have to go back to the classroom. And I told him if he was a good boy this summer, I'd let him help me co-host a show. And if you do good in school, Nolton, this first semester, you can help me co-host a show at the end of 2018. How's that sound? It'd be a good Christmas present. I won't have to buy anything no, this year. No, no, no. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> Let the button go down for half for the 2019, really. Yeah, well, that'll be 2019. You're talking about the thing up in New York, the Big Apple. Hey, Nolton, I know you love sports. Let's talk some sports now on y'all show with, with John the and Nolton. With Sun Belt. So, well, that's coming up. We're going to talk some NFL now. As oh, yeah, the Tennessee right. Titans had a setback Thursday, starting safety Jonathan Cyprian was diagnosed with a torn ACL, and it looks like he may be out maybe the entire season, perhaps. We hope not. But, yeah, the Titans down a man as Cyprian goes down with a torn ACL. The NFL up and going now, and uh, this is uh, all the teams in camp 
And we wanted to tell you the first preseason game was held last night. The Baltimore Ravens beat the Chicago Bears by one point in Canton, Ohio, in the Hall of Fame game, 17-16. Our Ravens on top of the Monsters of the Midway. Was that the end of the ga game? I, I didn't see it. You and I actually were in a baseball game. Yep. So we didn't hey, have a chance to. to, to yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we went to the game. A good one, too. But the Ravens get the first preseason win of 2018. How about that? Now, I don't. I haven't really kept up with this too much because it's a developing story, but Urban Meyer's in a whole heap of trouble at Ohio State, the former Florida Gators head coach, as he's being investigated for what he knew in terms of some sexual-related issues with someone, a domestic violence incident going on, I think it was, instead of sexual harassment, it was domestic incident. Anyway, that is being a developing story in football right now, and, and he's got a paid leave as of today that could all change, but I still have to shake my head at Urban Meyer, a guy who abandoned Florida because of health, but in no time he took the head coach at Ohio State when that went offered. So I'm not, not overly happy with his decision to leave the Gators, especially since they were rocking and rolling when he was at the helm in the swamp. Now to Vanderbilt. and the Vanderbilt. 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 Backup quarterback Deuce Wallace has been suspended for the entire 2018 season. Coach Derek Mason announced this, saying the suspension was a violation of school policy. He would not say what Wallace did. Of course, Vanderbilt's got a very good quarterback in Kyle Shermer back on in, in West End this year, so probably not that big of a loss. However, if Shermer goes down, it could create a problem. Deuce Wallace, Vanderbilt quarterback, suspended for 2018. Hey, the latest college football rankings have come out. This is the preseason poll for college football, Nolt. Guess who's number one? Uh, Alabama? Yep. Guess who's number two? Clemson? Yep. <laughs> and guess who's three? This is a harder one. I want to say Ohio State. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Ohio State comes in at three. Georgia is at four. OU, the Sooners at five. Other Southern teams at Miami at 8. Auburn comes in the preseason poll at number 10. You have TCU at 16. The Hokies of Virginia Tech at 17. Mississippi State is at 18 with a brand-new coach. That's pretty darn good. Florida State comes in at 19. The West Virginia Mountaineers at 20. The Longhorns of Texas are 21 in the preseason poll. The national champ UCF Knights are 23 in this poll, and I say that with a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek matter. They claim it. Really. Yeah, they claim it, but they were the only team that went undefeated last year. If they are like a big school, they might have won. Well, they beat the SEC West champs in the bowl game. That would be the Auburn Tigers. LSU Tigers come in at 24, and the last team in the preseason poll is Oklahoma State. The Pokes rounding out wow. the college football preseason rankings and that was just announced on thursday now to the sunbelt conference we go nolton this is yep. a team that's got wait 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 i gotta go get my belt yeah go get your belt and then i'm gonna whip you with it i found it in the sun yep 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 that's right mr comedian here with me sunbelt conference last year had two teams that finished tied for the championship and that would have been the Appalachian state mountaineers and troy and trojans. the troy trojans down in the wiregrass of alabama those two teams finished atop the Sun Belt, and we're going to hear now from the coaches of those two teams. We're going to go first now on the Y'all Show and hear from the Mountaineers head football coach, Scott Satterfield. He was at the Sun Belt media event just the other day, and let's hear him talk about his black and gold Mountaineers. 
Really excited to get the season started, I think, for us. Um, it's been a long off-season, um, and, and really uh, this media day kind of kicks off the start for us coaches to get back in the office and get, get going again. Uh, obviously, our guys have been working out all summer and, uh, and put a lot of great work and effort and time into that, and so now you know we're ready to get this thing going, start practice, uh, start preparing for Penn State. That's our first game, um, and then get ready to get in this league and, and start competing for, for another championship for us. Um, you know, we we're coming off of you know three straight bowl wins and, and two conference championships, um, you know. But now, now kind of in a new era for us with the new quarterback. Uh, you know, we've been a luxury to have the same starting quarterback for four seasons, and now this will be the, the first year with with Zach Thomas being our quarterback, and uh, and then also uh, new new defensive coordinator this year. Um, you know, Brian Brown will be our defensive coordinator, um, and so really those those two things uh, are kind of been the news for us and our program. You know, this all season. But, but again, we have a good nucleus back and ready to get going this year. What defense is the coordinator looking to install? Basically? We're, we're, we're doing the same defense we've been doing. It's 3-4 defense. Um, when Nate Woody came in five or six years ago, whenever he got there, we, we installed this defense. Um, so, so we've been running it, the, you know, for the last six years. And and so Nate left. Coach Sloan, our second secondary coach, left. But but everybody else is back. So they've all all the assistant coaches have been accustomed to this defense, and so it'll be the same. Hey, Scott, Adam Hunsucker with the Monroe News Star. Uh, when you look at the kind of success that not only your program's had, but you look at Arkansas State, you look at Troy, and then you kind of look at hiring practices the past few cycles. Y'all are you know, still here in the Sun Belt and haven't moved up to the Power Five yet. Do you, um, do you think there's a stigma attached to Sun Belt coaches for you guys aren't getting looks for other jobs? I have no idea. It's a good question. Uh, you know, I think all we can do as coaches is to do the best we can do, try to win as many games as you can win. If if there's suitors or others out there that think you're doing a good job to come to come talk to you, then that's up to them. I think for us, all we can do is our, the best job we possibly can do. Um, you know, and for for guys like like myself that has played at a school like Appalachian State and have been coaching here for a long time, um, I'm in a good spot. You know, so that's the positives. You know, and so. So you just keep doing the best job you can possibly do, and then, you know, who knows what the future is going to hold. And it, in this business, you know, we we're just talking about it earlier how, um, you know, I may I, I haven't been here very long in the Sun Belt, but I may be the, the elder statement in the Sun Belt, you know, as far as football coaches go. But uh, you know, you're you're only as good as your last game or your last season. So so you better keep winning. Um, you know, the way the the landscape of college football is, um, you, you don't ever take it for granted. And so for me and, and my my position here at App State, we're just going to try to continue to do the best job we can do and try to win football games and whatever happens happens after that. Coach, how um, you you don't return as much talent this year and how important it is to find someone to replace uh, Taylor Lamb? Well, I think I think we have just as much talent back this year. Uh, you know, maybe maybe not well known as far as the name recognition, but I think we do have a ton of talent coming back. Um, you know, it's extremely important to find a quarterback. I, I think you can look at the NFL all the way to Pee Wee. If you don't have a quarterback, you have a hard time winning football games. So so for us, um, we, we feel like we're in good shape with Zach. And then and then 
and there's a couple other guys right on his heels that are really good as well. Uh, you know, Zach, to me, has he's got a stronger arm. He can run better than Taylor. He's got a lot of intangibles that are better than Taylor. The one talent intangible he doesn't have, though, is game experience. He has not really played very much. Um, and, and the way Taylor could could control a game, I, I think that was, you know, he was a coach on the field. I mean, that, so that, that part of it is, is going to be a little bit different. Um, to me, as a quarterback, obviously it's about how you handle adversity. Every quarterback's going to face face adversity. You're going to have some bad plays. You maybe turn the ball over, get in a bad play, but how do you come back from that? And I think that's going to be the big question mark for Zach. How will he bounce back when he does have a bad play? And um, But there's so much talent around Zach. You know, you look at Jalen Morton running back. We have some talented wide receivers, three starters back on the offensive line, a tight end that was preseason all some belt. So, I mean, we have some talent around him that I think where he doesn't have to do everything himself. He can he can, he can let the let the game come to him and, and utilize his other, other players. And we're back on the Y'all Show, and that was – the head coach, Coach Satterfield, of the App State Mountaineers, co-champions of the Sun Belt in 2017. Not bad for a team that jumped up from the Southern Conference about four years ago in the FCS ranks and winning a conference championship in the Sun Belt Conference, the App State Mountaineers. Now another team, you know, App State probably had the biggest win ever for an FCS team when they went up and defeated Michigan years wow. ago. Well, another team last year. This is not a sun. This is not an FCS team. But wave, maybe. Troy. Yep. Who did they beat? LSU. <laughs> you are correct, sir. Yes, Troy. Not an FCS school, but still a big time underdog. Went into Death Valley, and they knocked off LSU in 2017. Congrats to the Trojans on that great feat. Neil Brown is the head coach of Troy, and we're going to hear him now at the Sun Belt Media event talking about. His team, and he talks about that big win over LSU and how it really doesn't define his program. Here's the coach of the Trojans. It's a really, it's a big game for us at Troy. I really believe it's a big game for the Sunbelt Conference. We opened it up there last year and, and really just didn't play very well. Um, our defense showed up and, and I thought did a really good job of at times controlling that game. Uh, but on offense and special teams, we did not play very well at all. Uh, two, really th a punt return and two big kickoff returns. Um, and then on offense, just really struggle, especially on third down. So to get them back and have another opportunity, uh, they're going to have a quality football team. Team that won 10-plus games last year, Mountain West Conference champions. Um, I really expect our fans to turn out. It's going to be a 5 o'clock game. And so I think it's going to be a great day for college football. Uh, Coach, last year, obviously, uh, a success, very successful year for this program. What have you told your program and your players about uh, possibly repeating or, or maybe even finishing better this season? You know, this coming season? You know it, it's, it's funny, and, and you, you go around. I've been watching a lot of these media days, and, uh, you know, we don't ever use the word repeat. You know, I, I talk about a hey, new year, new challenge. Now, this is a new football team. I think one of the exciting things about being a coach is you never know what the ebbs and flows are going to be. You know what adversities you're going to hit? Who's going to step up? That's one that people always ask me, what are you fired up about camp for? I'm fired up about to see who's gotten better over the last three months. I'm fired up to see who's going to make that big jump because somebody in our program is, making, is going to make a tremendous jump over the next two weeks. And then uh, just, just following up on that, you mentioned uh, players stepping up. Uh, what have you seen so far? You, you, I know you mentioned two weeks for that window, but in terms of that QB battle um, between Caleb and Sawyer, is there someone mm -hmm. who at this point stands out in your mind or is starting to stick out? No, it's going to come down to those two guys. Uh, we've got a lot of faith in Caleb and Sawyer. It's a unique situation. Neither one of them's ever been our starting quarterback, but both of them have game experience as a backup quarterback. I think also something that's forgotten, but it, I, I don't think it should be, is – in spring of 17, Brandon Silvers missed the whole spring. 
So Caleb Barker and and Sawyer Smith split reps in that spring. So now they've had a, a full spring, all right, in 17. They've had a full spring in 18. Now it's a full uh, full fall camp. So they're going to be ready. And, and my thoughts on quarterback competition, as I told you earlier, is somebody's going to win that job in full, fall camp. It's not going to be necessarily my decision or coach's decision. Somebody's going to go out and win that job, and I fully expect that to happen. Coach, uh, obviously that LSU game was a big one for y'all, uh, kind of put y'all on the map last year. Uh, is, is there anything tangible you kind of saw as a result of that? Has it helped your, your program since then? Well, I think it's – you probably can't put it into to one question or one answer, honestly. I think the branding for our university has probably been the biggest. You know, it's helped us. Our application numbers are up. Um, you know, our season ticket sales are up. Um, you know, our recruiting's improved. So I think all of them, it goes back to that game. You know, I really do. And I think the important thing to note on that is that was the third time we've played them in, in recent history. Had an opportunity to close it out in 2004. Uh, I wasn't part of that staff. 2008, I was part of that staff and, and had a big lead and didn't finish it. To, so finally get over the hump and actually finish that game uh, at, at down in Baton Rouge was huge, huge for our program and it's huge for us moving forward. Is that something you can use to as advertisement? I mean, do you promote that? Oh, yeah, we, we promote it. It's no different. For me, it's no different. You promote conference championships, all right? We promote the three national championships we've won at a lower level, uh, and we promote those big wins. Not just not just LSU, beat Oklahoma State, uh, beat Mississippi State. We've had some quality wins. You know, I, I, we're not just a program that showed up last fall. All right, we're, we're not. I mean, that, that win was huge. It, it doesn't necessarily define who we are as a football program, though. And there's the head coach of the Troy Trojans, Neil Brown, who actually played a little college football for the Kentucky Wildcats under head, head coach Hal Mummy back in the late 90s. And he's been the head coach down in Troy for a number of years, doing quite well, this Kentucky native. And he is only, get this, Knowlton, he is a head coach at 38 years old, and he's been a head coach for several years now, so this not bad. This is coach a Mummy? No, no, no. His, your mum? Your mummy? No, Hal Mummy was a coach at Kentucky for a long time and kind of had to leave after some bad things happened there. Ended up being the, kind of the inaugural head coach of the startup of football at Southeastern Louisiana, the Lions. I don't know where he is now, but hit one of his former players, now the head coach at Neil Brown, the head coach at Troy. And that's a look at the Sunbelt Conference. We give them some love. We, on the show this week, already gave love to the ACC. We heard from Jonathan Lifite with a report. On Thursday's Y'all Show, we had Billy Gamilla, publisher of And the Valley Shook. That is an all-LSU site for fans. LSU, LSU, LSU. Except when they play Troy. They can't beat Troy, but they can beat everybody else, it looks like. No, uh, not Alabama. No, they didn't beat Alabama. But they gave Alabama a fit last year. They, they really did. They gave mm -hmm. them, well, they, they kept them to like 10 points most of the game, I think. Uh, but Alabama, LSU is not going to rise to the top unless they can get past the Crimson Tide. But – we gave love to the SEC with Billy Camilla, the LSU Insider. And then on Tuesday, we gave love to the Southern Conference, the Samford Bulldogs. You uh -huh. saw you saw Samford play last year, yep. and they were a very good team. They've got a very senior quarterback coming back in Devlin Hodges. And the Bulldogs from Birmingham, Alabama, keep an eye on them as they'll be up and going very soon in the FCS ranks and perhaps can challenge that team that has a grasp on FCS football, North Dakota State. That's the pie? No, but that's who's won like five of the last six national oh, championships. Yeah. The 
the bison from Those North Dakota. Those are real State. good. They are very good. And, you know, people Even might laugh and lost. think they're irrelevant, but go look at some of the players that have played at North Dakota State that have moved on to the professional ranks like Carson Wentz of the Eagles who was just playing for the Bison two years ago. So we we will give love to FCS right here on the Yale Show. Sunbelt, Southern Conference, Sunbelt, I know it's not FCS, but F FCS programs like the MEAC, the SWAC, the SOCON, the OVC, and more. Yeah, we got it all here on the Y'all Show. Coming up on the Y'all Show, we're going to tell you about what Knowlton and I did last weekend. Earlier, oh, yeah. Yeah, la earlier this week we had Jerry Short, the teller of tales from Takapola Way, come Taco. on and I got to tell him about Knowlton and I's big venture across the mighty Mississippi. If you remember. Yes, yes, we will remember. And we'll have our Friday we will Rewind with Jerry, and we'll tell you all about our trip across the Mississippi up to Illinois. That's ahead on the Y'all Show with John and Knowlton Raw. Yep. What do you hear? Most people just hear an engine. We hear a 6.2-liter Hemi V8 with a supercharger that accelerates so fast, it'll suck the air out of your lungs and knock you back in your seat like you're an astronaut in a rocket ship hurtling through the stratosphere. But then again, we're not most people. We're the Brotherhood of Muscle. Dodge. Domestic. Not domesticated. Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. We are back here on the Y'all Show. I'm John Rawl, your gracious host, joined by my special co-host today, Knowlton Rawl, age eight. He is my redheaded stepchild. That's not my stepchild. He's actually my son. Yeah. My, and I'm very proud to have him as my son. And his reward for being a good kid this summer and not giving me too many fits was to get to co-host the Y'all Show on his last day of freedom before he starts third grade. So this eight-year-old, he is not a newcomer to talking on the radio. He's done this with me before. So, But he, he loves his sports, and he loves to do fun things with me, like go see the country. Last summer, we went up to Washington, D.C. and Maryland yep. and had a good visit. This summer. We saw the Orioles. Yeah, we saw where they play. We didn't go to a game. I know. We had a good time. We saw where the Panthers play. We went by Charlotte oh, yeah. and saw Sir Purr's home. But this year, we haven't been able to get quite so far away, but we did kind of want to do something different. Knowlton had not been to Illinois. So this past weekend, we crossed into a couple of states that he's not been in a lot, Kentucky. And we also were in Tennessee. We also crossed the Mississippi. And I went to Mizzou. You did. We crossed the Mississippi on a ferry from Hickman, Kentucky to Dorena, Missouri. Went, yep. went across that ferry, and you'd never been on a ferry like that before where our, we got to put our cars on the on the ferry and, and probably took if about you keep going straight you would get to a big city yeah you would well if you went one way you go to st louis you went the other way you get to memphis those are the two closest cities i think that are big right there in that area but we went across the river took about 20 minutes and then what a magical thing the mississippi river and and the power that it has well, we made it across the missouri then we went up into illinois we went to a town called marion illinois which is uh -huh. in southern illinois we, went we saw a baseball game yeah who did we see the Southern Illinois Miners, which they have some Southern teams, like they have a team called Florence Freedom, a team called Gateway Grizzlies, and, and we did a putt-putt. Yeah, they have a really cool putt-putt. 
in the outfield there in uh was it rent one park in yeah. marion very nice ballpark very nice kudos to them but we had a great time them. we had some good southern barbecue we went and played a little golf and so we had a good time on our escape to the north this past weekend well i talked to jerry short earlier in the week on our short stories with Jerry about Knowlton and I's escape across the Mississippi into enemy territory. And here's some of that interview where we talk about our trip to Illinois and we talk about skeeters. I introduced my son to the term mirage because he'd never mirage. really been able to see a mirage on the road ahead of you where, yeah, you, can, oh, okay. where okay. you can see something looks like something's on the road and it's really nothing uh -huh. there. That's right. And you don't get to see that in a lot of the South because we've got hills and we've got curves. You don't have straight roads that go for 20 miles. Well, I you, know it. You had that in the boot hill of Missouri. So we are able to, to go through Missouri a little bit. Then we crossed over into Yankee land at Cairo, Illinois. And right when you go there, there's Fort Defiance. It's the very tip of the bottom of the state of Illinois. And that is the confluence of the Ohio. Yes, Jerry, I just said that word, confluence. Confluence yeah. of the Ohio River and the Mississippi River, they meet at the bottom of Illinois. At the on one side of the other side of the river is Kentucky. On the Mississippi side, you got Missouri, and that is the 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 point that all three kind of come together at Fort Defiance in the state of Illinois. And we went in there, took a picture. It's kind of neat to see all that. And then we we journeyed further on up into Yankee Land. Jerry Short, give us, a, a, give us a little history of Fort Defiance. Well, it was used primarily, at least on the, it's not a very good park. And I'm going to pick on it because it's, first of all, it's an Illinois state park. And yeah. you almost had to break your neck to even find it. There's hardly any markings for it. If you didn't see it on a map, you wouldn't even know to turn in there to get to it. Uh, I guess it floods a lot, probably. And so they haven't put a well, lot. Well, that part of, uh, that part of Illinois is really gone down. Did you go into Cairo? We did. We went straight up the old road. Did you, did you see all the buildings that are out of use now oh, that yeah. are boarded up? Yeah. It's... At one time, I've been told, there was 30 bars in Cairo, Illinois. I'm assuming they were a lot more free in Cairo than in Missouri and Kentucky and Tennessee. Uh -huh. It probably was a everybody, place that everybody wanted to go to. Uh, everybody went there. But uh, now, last time I thought, drove through Cairo, I don't think I saw two or three open. Yeah. It looked like it had definitely seen its better days, and I don't mind picking on it because it's certainly yeah. not in no, our, pick our geographic footprint. But, yeah, we went through yeah. Cairo and worked our way up, and we ended up going, and we're talking with Jerry Short, short stories here on the Y'all Show. We ended up going to Marion, Illinois, which is about an hour north of Cairo, and Marion is only about 50 minutes from Paducah, Kentucky, and it's right. only about two hours over to St. Louis, Missouri. But it is. Yeah, one that once the home of one of our favorite baseball players. Yes, it I'm was, not going to call any names. Well, yeah. it was once the home of Pete Rose when he was in the federal federal pen there, and yeah, I'm sure I drove by and wanted to see him, and they wouldn't let me go in. Yeah, well, and, uh, I, I'm sure I'm sure, <laughs> sure there's a good reason. But we speaking of baseball, I said, I'd like to see Pete Rose. Speaking of baseball, we, speaking of baseball, Jared Knowlton and I, we did go see the Southern Illinois Miners. That's a I won't even call them a minor league team. They are actually in an independent league called the Horizon League, I think is what it is, of, of, of baseball. These kids don't even make money, but, man, they have an incredible ballpark. They are well attended. There were like 6,000 people at the game that I was at God. in a oh. very nice ballpark, and it's very 
uh, well supported by the local community. And they were playing a good Southern team, the Florence Freedom. Florence, Kentucky had a, has a team in this league. Oh, okay. And they were playing the Florence Freedom, and it was a fun night. They had a putt-putt in the outfield. My son got to putt-putt for the first time. And we just nice. we had a ball there uh, with the Southern Illinois Miners. And there's also a team just across from St. Louis in that same league called the Gateway Grizzlies. But What's the price of admission? Here's another thing. I'm glad you asked me, Jerry. We went to the booth, and they do charge like $7 general admission. The young man at the ticket counter, and it must, maybe it might have been my sexy southern accent, he said there was no charge. They did not no charge good. us to go into the game. And this was an official baseball stadium. This was not some kind of third-rate operation. Very professional. I've seen double-A teams that didn't have as good a deal as this, and they, they let us in. Now, they got their money back. We ended up buying – we had to buy yeah. the putt-putt equipment, and you, we bought yeah. other snacks, but – it was a very uh-huh. smart decision to let us in the game. Plus, he probably knew that I'd come on and tell the entire South what a great experience right. we had. And, and Mary in Illinois, we went to a great southern barbecue place called 17th Street right by the baseball stadium. Yeah. I, I had my good mustard-based barbecue, which you didn't think you'd find in Illinois. Oh, right. And they, they had the other items as well. Uh, just a fun getaway. If you're a southerner and you're looking for maybe a little – kind of different place to go consider consider southern illinois go go to marion or carbondale which is nearby because it's not far i mean when just actually carbondale is pretty nice that's where the salukis hang that's out. right but the funny yeah, thing no. is when you get on the interstate from from marion heading south on i-57 uh-huh. when you go down to interstate 24 gigantic sign on the highway you think you're in jackson tennessee when you see it you know why jerry because it says that. No, well, one, sign, one sign says I-57 south to Memphis or go uh-huh. I-24 east Nashville. to Nashville. So you, in yeah. southern Illinois, you get to see the two big cities of Tennessee right there on the interstate. It's pretty funny. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But uh, we had a good experience. And I'm going to leave you with this before we bring you back and talk about something a little bit more morbid on my journey north where I got my passport stamped with my well, son. That was fun. We got to play. Just, we got to play golf up there in Illinois, and had a yeah. good time doing that. But the other thing, Jerry, and this is this is what I want to really uh, compliment Illinois on versus the entire South. At least my experience is out. Gosh, I love this region. We have the greatest region going, no doubt about it. But there's one thing, at least Illinois, and probably most of the North has on us, Jerry. You know what it is. Well, a lot of it is they don't have insects. (laughs) Amen. I sat at a baseball game for three hours, and I didn't have to smack my leg one time for a mosquito. And and just last week, a friend invited me to a a supper at their home, and I had to get up and leave after about three minutes and go inside because I was being assaulted by mosquitoes, and I'm a wimp when it comes to skeeters. And when I was well, don't in, go to Louisiana, whatever you do. Well, I won't do that. But when I <laughs> when I uh, made it to the ball game last night, I, I was wearing shorts, and I was like, uh, I hope this isn't going to be a problem. And it wasn't. It was absolutely wonderful. So a good experience. If you're in the South, it's not that far to get to a place like Southern Illinois, especially if you're in the Missouri, Tennessee, Kentucky area. Your experience with mosquitoes? Oh man. Well, I stayed a lot. I've spent a lot of time in South Louisiana. Really? And uh, if you took a date to a drive-in theater in the 60s and 70s, they have a product that they sell called a pick. And it's a coil. It looks like an electric eye on a stove. You light one end, 
and it'll keep the mosquitoes hopefully out of your car. Really? Uh, if not, you will leave the theater as fast as you left your your friend's house uh, because they will take you off in South Louisiana. Any place that you've got swampland and standing water, and we have that in the south. And a gigantic and, uh, screen with a picture on it that's going to attract mosquitoes. That's right. You know, <laughs> they, they put those buzz, uh, bug buzz, buzz zappers around theaters. I remember it used to be one in Memphis, and it sounded like a war going off with the bugs <laughs> hitting them, you know. <laughs> you couldn't even stay in a, you know, they tried to save you that way. And that was some of the interview we did earlier in the week with Jerry Short, the teller of tales from Takapola. Short stories oh, with Jerry Short each Monday on the Y'all Show. And I got to talk to Jerry about Knowlton, my son and I's trip to Illinois this past weekend. Ill. And ill. That's right. That is their. Before we got ill. Who? Before we got ill. Yeah, before we got ill. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Stick to your day job, boy. We'll come back in hour two of the Y'all Show. We've had fun this first hour. Hour two, we got our free for y'all. You ready to put on your singing chops and sing a little party crowd and dust on the bottle? A party That's coming up next on the Friday free for y'all. Plus, we've got a brand new single from the new country group, Honey County, that we'll play for you in our Friday free for y'all, our montage of great songs on a Friday afternoon. That's coming up, plus hashtag hullabaloo. We'll take a glance at what's going on in Major League Baseball this weekend, and we'll get out of here this week with From Dixie with Love. So stay tuned. The Y'all Show with John and Knowlton continues after this break. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Mirror bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Small business owners, there's something you do better than anyone else. And with Vistaprint, it's easier than ever to promote what makes your business great. In fact, at Vistaprint.com, you can get 500 standard cards for as low as $9.99. Check out hundreds of customizable templates or upload your own one-of-a-kind designs. You can create a business card that works as hard as you and make it as unique as your business. Just go to Vistaprint.com to get your 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 4646 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 4646. The Y'all Show on a Friday. It is time for our Friday montage of great music. And kicking it off, here is Party Crowd from David Lee Murphy. She couldn't keep from crying when she told me goodbye. But I knew the Lord, it was breaking her heart that she was breaking mine. So for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride, I told her not to worry about me. So I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights, misery looking for some company. And tonight I'm looking for a party crowd, slamming the back and laughing out loud with the smoke so thick, the blues can't hang around. With the jukebox jumping like I just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over there I'm making the rounds, looking for a party crowd 
takes my truck So take my keys and lock them up tight Let the good times flow And I worry about tomorrow when it comes to light The night's still young And I'm on the road tonight I'm looking for a party cry Slamming them back And laughing out loud with the smoke so thick The blues can't hang around With the jukebox jumping like they just don't care If they're dancing over here Or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party David Lee Murphy with a little help from Knowlton Rawl. It's the Y'all Show, and I'm your host, John Rawl. Glad to have you here on a Friday as we wind it down. Time to, Knowlton, go over there and get your time card. It's time to punch out. You don't even know what I'm talking about, do you? I got to punch a card. Yeah, well, in the old Check days, which some one. people still do this, in the old days, the way you got paid is you had to go to a machine that stamped what time it was. And some people still do that. God bless all of you who punch a clock every day. You punch that machine and it puts a time. And that's when you get there and you get paid from when you get there to when you go back to that machine and you punch it again and you get paid for every minute that you're there. And if you're not working, well, then it's not indicated on the card and they don't have to pay you. It's called, um, punch, it's called punching the clock. And we love our people that punch clocks. I punched clocks before. Oh, I understand. Oh. You mean like? You punch it, and then... It stamps a time, and boy, it's big, big, big problems for you if you forget to punch your clock, if you're forgetful, and you're like, oh, gosh, I forgot to punch out. (laughs) It could even be a fireable offense in some places, but yeah, I punched a clock. I'm not punching a clock on the Y'all Show, but I can if you want me to, but this is the Y'all Show where we love our people that work nine to five and five to ten or whatever hours you're working whether you're punching a clock or you're getting a salary or hey even if you're not working at all if you're just living the good life we're glad to have you here on the show and if you're living that good life Nolton, there's a chance that you've got something yeah. ready to break out on this weekend and it just might have a little dust on the bottom here's david lee murphy trio williams lived down a dirt road he made homemade wine like nobody i know by one Friday night and said, can you help me, Creole? I got a little girl waiting on me and I, I want to trade her right. He said, I 
got what you need, son, as we step down in the cellar. He reached through the cobweb as he turned on the light. He said, there might be a little dust on the bottom, but don't let it fool you about what's inside. There might be a little dust on the bottom, but it's one of those things that gets sweeter with time. He was sitting in the porch swing as I pulled up the driveway. My heart was racing as you climbed inside You stayed over there close as we drove down to the lake road Watched the sun fade in that big red sky I reached under the front seat and said, now here's something special It's just been waiting for a night like tonight oh, There might be a little dust on the bottom David Lee Murphy, DLM Music, the second of our bandage of a trio of great songs on a Friday. This is John Rawl with Mr. Knowlton Lee Rawl. We're talking all things Southern here on the Y'all Show. And you can reach out to us anytime, 803-816-1170 is how you can reach us here on the Y'all Show anytime. Text us. We are glad to answer any questions, feedback. Text Text, yeah, text. If you're in Texas, you can text us. Here on the Y'all Show. But, Knowlton, any of the bad texts where people are criticizing us, uh, you've got to answer those. Because no one would ever criticize me. You mean the one that said that you were a Yankee? Yeah. Yeah. And whoever that is, by the way, I may be a Yankee, okay? And I'm not, actually. But And I think if you listen to the show, you would actually hear my voice, which I think is pretty authentic. But how about, how about Knowlton Rawls' voice? That's a pretty good southern accent you got there, boy. I've heard two. Hello. Well, you were born there. You're you live in Oxford, Mississippi now, but your your roots you thanks to me, your roots are in South Carolina, so you got a little South Carolina in you. And you got you some of your family goes back to living in Tennessee, so you got some Tennessee and Kirk. Yeah, you got Tennessee and just a little blend of everything, but uh just take pride. I am so proud of you for having a southern accent. I cannot stand and I know a lot of you have kids like this and maybe you have this too. So many of our southern kids now sound like they're from Iowa. 
and I, I, I detest that. Almost every one of my nephews and nieces sound like they're from Iowa, and they are from South Carolina. Your cousins, I think, talk like they're from Iowa, and they live in East Tennessee. They, they don't have a good southern accent like you, mean, you do. I don't... You sound like you're from, you're one of us, Nolton. You win the prize of being southern, and I love it. Now, don't change. Do not, you know what helps people not have a southern accent? What? Radio and television. Hearing these people on television makes everybody want to mimic them with their accent, and that's not a good thing. We want to have people have good southern accents. We want mm -hmm. people, I like northern accents, because at least I know where they're from. We're not talking like I'm from New York City. Hey, you, you want to go get some pizza pie? Or if you're from Chicago, Chicago, Illinois, you know, you talk like that. So uh, God bless all the people that have strong accents wherever they're from, because the problem with it, the Iowa accents is you can't tell where you're from. When you got that kind of neutral accent, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we like our southern accents, and as of right now, boy, you're doing quite well on the accent. I like it a lot. I like it a lot, y'all. Okay. Well, here's a new country act, fairly new. They've had a some songs out in the last couple of years, but here on the y'all show, one of the members of this is from Virginia, but she's now based out of Southern California, so she's gone west. This is a group called Honey County. And it's a trio of beautiful women that are singing great country music. And they just released on Thursday on Radio Disney Country their brand new single and a music video, Sale of the Summer. And I thought it was a catchy tune. You know, often on our Friday montage of songs, we go back in the archives and we pull up great songs. Like last week we had Folsom Prison Blues from John R. Cash. Well, how about some new country music? So right now on the Y'all Show, here is this rising act. Honey County and their new song, Sale of the Sun. It ain't no secret that you threw a song away when you went running off with someone else. I can hide in bed all afternoon and let it get to me, or I could take everything you own down from my shelves. Lay it
Honey County on the Y'all Show with their song, Sale of the Summer. You can check out the video of that. Just go online and check it out. Their website, honeycounty.com. It's a trio of lovely ladies, and we wish them all the success. They'll be touring in the South in a couple of months. They'll be in Port St. Lucie, Florida on October the 4th in Fort Stewart, Georgia at Club Stewart, October 5th in my birth city, Columbia, South Carolina at the Solomon Center on October 13th. I thought you just said that it was in Florida. Uh, They're going to start their southern swing in Florida, but they'll be back in the south in the month of October. So go check it out. Honey County on the Y'all Show. We wish them all the success with that single sale of the summer. Well, when the Y'all Show comes back, we're going to go into the hashtag hullabaloo. Are you ready? Go Green Wave. Yeah, no, no, not too lame. The hashtag hullabaloo, Knowlton, is where we go into the yep. ma- madness. social media. Social media. And there's some crazy stuff you can find on there. Uh-huh. And we're going to find out some southern stuff that you want to know about when we come back on the Y'all Show with John and Knowlton. Small business owners, there's something you do better than anyone else. And with Vistaprint, it's easier than ever to promote what makes your business great. In fact, at Vistaprint.com, you can get 500 standard cards for as low as $9.99. Check out hundreds of customizable templates or upload your own one-of-a-kind designs. You can create a business card that works as hard as you and make it as unique as your business. Just go to Vistaprint.com to get your 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 4646 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 4646. Hey, Dad, want to shoot some hoops? In a bit, buddy. I promise. Allegra knows that allergy symptoms can get in the way of enjoying the moment. I'll just play by myself. For outdoor and indoor allergies, get Allegra. It's the fastest non-drowsy allergy relief. It starts working in one hour, helping you break through your worst allergy symptoms with continuous 24-hour relief. Yes! Great shot, buddy. Let's play another game. You're on, Dad. Get Allegra and get back to the moment. Among single-ingredient OTC-branded oral antihistamines. Use as directed. I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to GEICO. I should have done this years ago. Disclaimer, traveling back in time is physically impossible unless you know how to build a functioning time machine. Then by all means, travel 25 years back in time, switch your car insurance to GEICO. You could save a bunch of money. While you're there, please prevent your younger self from wearing that sleeveless tuxedo t-shirt, parachute pants, and glitter high tops to your senior prom. And at long last, rectify this horrible crime against nature. GEICO is absolved of all liability if you destroy the fabric of time and space. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. And we're back on the Y'all Show. Hello, it's Friday. I'm John Rawl, joined by my co-pilot today, my son, Knowlton Rawl, age eight, about to enter third grade, and his reward for getting through the summer and not breaking any legs or arms or any other limbs and not causing me too much of a problem was to get to co-host the Y'all Show on his last day of summer freedom. And it's not be, really summer freedom. Well, you'll start having homework next week, and you'll see how free you are when you start having homework and have to go to after school and all the other fun stuff that kids have to do. So congratulations. All the boring <laughs> Hey, you got a long way to go. If you're like me, I went through 12 years of, of schooling as a kid, then I went to four years of college, and then I went to graduate school and got a master's Why degree. Why do you not so, say high school? Well, that, that's included in my 12 years of schooling, so... I thought it's 12, like 16. I've got about 18 years of school in me, and you're only at year three. So, too bad, boy. you got a long way to go. Three out of 18. You're about one-sixth of the way done. 
Lockdown not just skip all those grades. Uh, well, you, that, there's laws on the books. They say you got to go to school, so you better go so you can learn all about the South here on the Y'all Show. Hey, this is time for, wah, hey, wah, wah. that music you're hearing, hashtag hullabaloo time. Yay! Hashtag hullabaloo, 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 hullabaloo. All right there, Tulane Greenway fan. Hey, it is our time to dig into all that is social media and what we can find on there worth bringing up. What has gone through our intense filtering system here on the Y'all Show that we can share with you and give you a good laugh. And here is one coming in from, this originally was put out by Now This News on Twitter. And honestly, I think I've done this once and I wasn't too impressed. I'm going to ask Nolt here in just a second if he's ever had this. And the tweet from Now This News is, putting peanuts in a Coke is a su- Southern tradition. Mm-hmm. Peanuts in a Coke. Have you done that before? No. You don't even like Coke, right? You're I, more, don't, I don't really like Coke. Yeah, well, that's going to have to change one day if you're going to keep that Southern banner that you're carrying. You've got, I mean, I'll, I'll drink it if that's the only okay. thing I got. Well, here's the problem with kids these days, and this is my very unscientific discovery. Kids like you, and I've been watching when we go out to eat, I'll watch the machine where kids go get their own refills, and most kids, you know what they're drinking? What? Sprite. That's me. That's you. You love Sprite. Kids love Sprite. I don't know why. It's good. I like Sprite, too, but they never, I mean, from my very unscientific research, man, that is the number one drink for kids, so hopefully Sprite's somewhat healthy. Michelle Obama's going to come get us all if it's not. Uh-uh. Yeah, but a lot of people in the South put peanuts. You like peanuts? I got some over there on the counter. If you I want. like the boiled ones. Well, oh, now that's Southern right there. That, I'm proud. Give me a high five. Yeah, boiled peanuts, man. <laughs> Go get us some. We need some right now. Okay. But, but no, 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 no. Put that, okay. put that headset back on. <laughs> I'm not that serious. But a lot of people put peanuts in a Coke. Like when they go to a movie. They'll put peanuts in a Coke. And there's an old Barbara Mandrell song, Country When Country Wasn't Cool, with George Jones, where she talks about putting peanuts in her Coke. And uh, I, I've done it. I, I like peanuts separately. I like Coke separately. I don't like to mix the two. I'm against that kind of marriage. Marry so, me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the peanut said. But after seeing that tweet, Lacey Ellsmore on Twitter, Mrs. Ellsmore is the Twitter account, She's a wife and a William Carey graduate. Do you know where William Carey College is? No, I've never heard of it. Also. Well, shame on you. It is in the great state of Mississippi. It is in Hattiesburg. And they also have a campus just north of Gulfport, Mississippi. But William Carey, the Crusaders, she's a graduate of the Crusaders. And she says that she can't stop tweeting about politics and Star Wars. You like Star Wars, don't you? Yeah, I've seen all the movies. Well, I haven't seen one Except Star Wars. Except Solo. Well, I haven't seen any of them. Of course Maybe not. one day I will. But now that you've seen them, I don't have to go see them. But I didn't see them as a kid. But her tweet about the putting peanuts in a Coke was, she said, she followed that up with, my mama used to do this all the time. Mm-mm-mm. Chocolate gravy, however, is not my thing. Now, she had me... I love chocolate. Well, I like chocolate, but there's something called chocolate gravy. And honestly, Knowlton, we might lose our southern card here on the Y'all Show. I don't think I've ever had chocolate gravy. Or if I have, I haven't really 
paid attention. I don't think I Chocolate gravy is something people put on biscuits, and it is something you mix uh, with cocoa. I had to look it up, and I know some of you probably are turning the radio now because you're like, you're like, how in the world could this guy who's got a show about the South not, not know about chocolate gravy? I did find out, though, chocolate gravy historically comes from southern Appalachia, which I personally am not from southern Appalachia. I'm from about two hours from southern Appalachia. Southern Appalachia is where the mountains are. I want to say that, oh, I was going to say, like, it's in Virginia. Well, right? it includes parts of Virginia. Maryland really is where it starts. Well, yeah, it goes, well, yeah, but in, in the, the main mountainous parts of the South are East Tennessee, Western North Carolina, North Georgia, and all that. And I am not a native of those areas. Now, I've lived in North Georgia, and I've lived in Tennessee, but I just haven't lived in East Tennessee where the mountains are. But So please don't take my Southern card away from me for not really being an expert on chocolate gravy, but... Yes, sorry, we're it, sorry. it brings up to mind, if you don't know what chocolate gravy is, maybe you need to do like me and research it and cook it. It's very, it seems like it's a very easy thing to concoct. And Lacey Ellsmore is proud of her chocolate gravy. But I thought she, she, she said she doesn't like you're it. You're right. You're absolutely right. See, I'm putting words in Lacey's mouth. Very good. I'm busted. I'm going to have to eat some chocolate gravy now as a result. But Lacey, chocolate, I don't even know how she got on the chocolate gravy after seeing coke and peanuts together but hey this is the y'all show this is where we find the madness of social media on our hashtag hullabaloo moving on to mama beth what a great name at mama beth m-a-m-a beth on twitter vittles does anyone know what vittles are anymore now Knowlton, you're a young man look at this word and memorize it because this word here is spelled v-i-c-t-u-a-l-s it looks like victuals but it's actually pronounced vittles. I think I've heard of vittles. Yeah, well, vittles is another word for food. So why don't you go cook me some vittles? I can't. But if you're going to write it down, you got to know how to spell vittles. It's V-I-C-T-U-A-L-S. See, here on the Y'all Show Note, we are educating the masses. And why don't you put vittles in we the We should beginning? get federal funding for helping people learn how to spell on the Y'all Show. You know what I mean? School time. And I'll be honest with you. A lot of people don't know how to spell the word y'all. They put Y-A apostrophe L-L. It's Y apostrophe A-L-L. Now, I thought you just said the exception to that, no, is our website. You can't put apostrophes in web addresses. So our website here is y'all.com, simply spelled Y-A-L-L.com. Correct. Don't put an apostrophe in it. Because you, you another, can't. It, you can. You can't. Because if you put an apostrophe in a web address, it'll say, like, wrong address or whatever. You, you won't get to where we are. Our oh. website, y'all.com. You even have your own email if you want to get fan mail. Knowlton at y'all.com is how you can you reach You can out. email if you ever want to. Yeah. And you can reach yours truly here, y'all show at y'all.com. But Mama Beth, thank you for letting us know how to spell the word vittles. V-I-C-T-U-A-L-S. And I'm ready for some good vittles right now. Here's a fun Twitter account, Natty Savannah, G-N-A-T-T-Y, Natty Savannah, at Natty Savannah on Spain, Twitter. Georgia. Savannah, G-A, that's right. And I love this because that profile for Natty Savannah says, don't ask me about Girl Scouts, Johnny Mercer, or the Kevin Spacey movie. Now, those are things that Savannah, Georgia is known for. Kevin Spacey movie is Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, which was filmed in Savannah. And then the Girl Scouts. Have you heard of the Girl Scouts? Yeah. Are you a Girl Scout? Scout? No. (laughs) Girl Scouts was founded by Gordon Lowe, Miss Gordon Lowe, who was from Savannah and has a, there's a Girl Scouts museum 
in downtown Savannah. We featured it in Y'all Magazine once. But Natty Savannah put on Twitter, this is something that ties into where you currently live, Mr. Nolt. The 2018 Southern Food Woe Symposium is coming up October 11th through the 13th at Ole Miss. This will be going on at the University of Mississippi in Oxford. And this is kind of a conference for food nerds of the South. You mean there's going to be LSB, LSU people, Mississippi probably, State people, yep, yep, they all, yeah, Alabama, yep, Auburn? Yep, yep. They'll all be there at the Southern Foodway Symposium, and that's part of the Southern Culture Program at Ole Miss. And I'm telling you, if you really get into the nerdiness of Southern food, they all get together for this conference in October. And you can go learn more by going to 2018 Southern Foodway Symposium. Dot bbt.me. I wonder who won it last year. I don't know if they give awards, but they pretty much come together and talk about Southern food, which sounds like a good idea to me. So, and that, I guess. that's coming up October 11th through 13th at the University of Mississippi. Down to University, s- comma. Yep, yep, yep. Southern Lady Cooks on Twitter. She's a Southern food blogger. At South Lady Cooks is her Twitter account. And she has a really great picture. Ham and cheese grits make a perfect addition to any breakfast. Now, here is my problem with you, young man. Mm. You're not a big cheese. You're not a big grits person, are you? No. What are we gonna do about it? I'm gonna have to send you. To what? Th- I didn't know that's a southern word. Grits? It's a southern food. I mean food. I mean, I'm gonna have to deport you. They you- said that. That girl said that chocolate. You know, grits don't go. Well, she's talking about chocolate with. With like grits. Bi- biscuits, not grits. Maybe chocolate gravy and grits is a good combination. I've never had that. But you got to eat grits. I've got a packet over there on the shelf you need to try. And, okay, I know grits can be somewhat plain. But, my goodness, when you mix it in with some butter and some cheese, like sliced American cheese, I don't know how it gets much better. And and South Lady Cooks on Twitter says mixing it in with ham is delicious. I've had it with bacon. I've had it with ham, sausage. Anything goes good with grits. You have even shrimp and grits. You have got to get off this ban that you have on grits, young man, or else I'm going to start calling you Yankee Nolt. No. Is that a good name? No. Okay. But thank you, Southern Lady Cooks, for the ham and cheese grits recommendation. Finally, in our hashtag hullabaloo, Will Kennedy. Will Kennedy is a journalist who likes to talk about politics, education, and sports. He's a teacher and a coach. He's Choctaw, Kiowa, I guess is his heritage, and lives in Charlotte, North Carolina. His opinions are his own, and he put on Twitter, eating at a Waffle House in Georgia, and they're playing Devil Went Down to Georgia over the speakers. Don't get more Southern than that. Now, here is my education for you, Nolt. Devil Went Down to Georgia is an all-time classic in music. Oh, yeah, like I think we heard it the other day ago. No, we didn't hear that song. But we heard the same guy sing another song, and that guy's name is Charlie Daniels. And Charlie Daniels sang a little song called The South's Gonna Do It Again. South's Gonna Do It Again. You remember anything about that song? I remember that they talked about Tennessee. Be be proud you were rebel. Be proud you were rebel. Because the South's... Gonna rise again. No, not gonna rise, but gonna do it again. And you you brought up the fact that in Charlie Daniels' classic song, the South's going to do it again. They left out Mississippi. They left out Alabama. They left out Louisiana. Kentucky. And Kentucky. But they talked about 
The Carolinas, they talked about Tennessee. VA. Georgia. They didn't talk about VA. Or Florida. No, he talked about Florida. Uh. Leonard Skinner's kick, cooking down in Jacksonville, I think was the, the line. But Charlie Daniels, he's a great Southerner. He's he's still living in Mount Juliet, East Nashville. He's been very outspoken for years on the Internet about his conservatism and his beliefs. And Charlie Daniels sang that song, The South's Gonna Do It Again, and he sang Devil Went Down to Georgia. And no, Do you know what a jukebox is? Yeah. Okay. It's a thing that plays songs. Yep, you're right. Not a lot of eight-year-olds know that. But a jukebox is found in every Waffle House. It is? Yeah. So when you go in there, they have a jukebox that you can play music on, and there's actually a couple songs on that jukebox that are about Waffle House. I bet you didn't know that. I should know the names of them, and I should play them on the Y'all Show, but I don't have that. I don't have that permission. Waffle House from, from is wa- going to do it again. Yeah, Waffle House is going to do it again. <laughs> go to heck, Huddle House. Waffle House is the best. I guess that's maybe one of their songs, but. Uh, Waffle House, you know, you and I haven't been to Waffle House all that much. We've kind of been more of a Huddle House crowd. That's uh, that's what happens. And I live, I live where there is a Huddle House. You live in a, what do they call that term, a Waffle House desert. What do you mean? <laughs> that means there's no Waffle House around you. Uh-huh. And, 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 and they, they call places now food deserts if you don't have a certain type of food available for you. KFC desert. Yeah. You don't have a KFC? I used to, but we got a cookout. How can a southern town of the size that you live in not have a KFC? It went out of business. You also lost a Moe's. You had a Moe's in Oxford, Mississippi Mm -hmm. that went out of business. That's hard to believe that a Moe's, which is beloved by college students, couldn't make it. You also lost Backyard Burgers, a great Memphis franchise. This year, I think. That uh, uh, that is delicious. At least and and then and, and then you lost you don't you've never had a Waffle House that I know of. All you have is a Huddle House, and you only got one of those. I mean, this is a college town. This is an SEC town that doesn't Come have. Come on, man. I mean, and, and it's known for partying. And there's nothing greater for a college kid who's uh, had a few cocktails <laughs> than to walk in. And this better not be you, because I'm not gonna let you go to Ole Miss, by the way. Um, that goes into a Waffle House at 3 in the morning with a few drinks on them and has scattered, smothered, and covered in the middle of the night. So, yeah. Will Kennedy, thank you for sharing that. Devil went down to Georgia. I'll look for it the next time I'm in a Waffle House and need a, my Charlie Daniels fix. The devil went down to Georgia. I need to get Charlie Daniels on this y'all show. He's, I've interviewed him several times. Great guy. Great Christian. Great Southerner. North Carolinian. You know, he's from Wilmington, North Carolina. No, you talked about yesterday. I'm yeah, sure well, I think. Well, well, maybe so. Wilmington is right on the Atlantic coast, historic place. When I was about your age, I went there and toured Wilmington, the home of the huh. USS North Carolina battleship. U.S. USS, big ship. It was in USS. War, it was in World War II. It was a battleship. Battleships don't really even exist anymore. They were ships that had tons of big powered guns on them. Makes sense because they could shoot the Jets. Well, they could shoot them or whoever else they were shooting, but they didn't have like a runway on them like an aircraft carrier. So battleships kind of became irrelevant after aircraft carriers became a much bigger force in warfare. And, and so planes can now pretty much take care of the business that battleships try to do. But my goodness. You wouldn't want to be on the other end of a battleship if they were firing the guns at you. They had some massive, massive weaponry. And you don't want to be by a plane because they can drop. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a scary thing. You know, you've been wearing, he and I have been playing golf this week, and I got him a U.S. Naval Academy hat. It says Navy. Mm-hmm. And that, that is one of your appro- approved schools you can go to one day, the Naval Academy. But uh, no, I don't want to go to war. Well, I don't want you to go to war. I don't want anybody to go to war, but that's part of the part of the duty. If, if duty calls, you got to go serve. And I've been fortunate in my life that, that we haven't been in a war like World War II where every guy that was el- eligible to go that was old enough needed to go sign up and go fight. There's been a war, but it was been more of a volunteer effort with Iraq and Afghanistan. And God bless everybody who's served and, of course, Wait, those we, who've we lost their life. Afghanistan? Yeah, we're fighting in Afghanistan right now. This is a war that's been going on for 17 years. Can you believe that? Just it's, like Korea? Well, yeah, but Korea technically still going on, but nobody's in an actual armed conflict daily and like they are in Afghanistan. But, yeah, Afghanistan is the longest country. war America's ever been in, and it's going on right now. Now, it's not are anything they, like it well, has they're not been. Fighting, right? They are. They are? People are dying, sadly. Americans. Fire country. And we want to remember them, Nolt. See, we're all thankful that we live in a country I didn't where... Know, I, didn't know we're, I didn't know we're fighting right now. Yeah. You mean they're all on ships or... Well, they're mostly doing patrols Navy like in helicopters. No, Navy, maybe not so much, but they do have Navy SEALs in Afghanistan. They, I don't even know. Sad, I mean, this is a sad thing for all of us. Afghanistan right now... You don't know about it because it's not the number one story. It, I've heard of it. Uh, it's it's not as big as a, it has been in the past, but you know the media, the the fake fake news focuses more on Donald <laughs> Trump all the time, and there are important things in places like Afghanistan where Americans are fighting and in co- some cases dying still. They're, in they're fighting in Afghanistan. Yes, yes. We just lost a soldier from the south the other day in Afghanistan. So it. I we'll, hope we'll, I hope we win that war. Well, I hope so too. But remember, if you look back at Afghanistan's history, and I've got a rug right there. That rug right there that you're looking at, Nolt, yeah. was made in Afghanistan. And if you see what I see on that rug, you see helicopters, you see guns, and you see mm-hmm. planes. I bought that rug. And it's a, it's a really beautiful Russian. piece of rug, a rug I've got on my floor here at the studio. I bought that in 1999. 1999 is when I bought that rug in Huntsville, Alabama. From Af- it, w- it was made in Afghanistan. Do you know why those guns and those tanks and all that are on that rug? They are celebrating their victory over Russia. Afghanistan was in a long war against I thought you said mighty, that, powerful Russia, I and they won said, that. I thought you said Russia. I thought you said that's a Russian thing. Those are Russian helicopters and guns and planes on that rug, and it's done by Afghanis to mock Russia for Chattanooga? for fighting, not not Chattanooga mocks for fighting against <laughs> Afghanistan, and Afghanistan prevailed in their in their war against Russia that lasted over a decade. So these are people that don't give up, and they and the terrain in Afghanistan is so rugged that they have some advantages, and that's why we haven't necessarily won this war. I don't know if it can be won. I hope so. I hope we can win it. I don't want to be an Afghanistan. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that is uh, something we want to keep in mind with our, our, our patriots who serve our military and, of course, our families. You know, there's little kids just your age whose parents, whose mom or dad are in Afghanistan right now or deployed elsewhere in the country, and they don't ever get to see their mom and dad because they're in a war or they're deployed somewhere. So and they're just young. I don't know why. I mean, you don't know how lucky you are that you get to have a mom you see every day, and then I get to see you pretty regularly too but 
most kids who have parents that are at a war, they don't see them for six months or a year. And in the old days, World War II, like your grandparents, your great-grandparents rather, your grand great-grandmother didn't see her husband for like three years. And that was so common in the South. And people have no clue what that's like. So it's it's just a, it's a bad thing. But that is, that is life. That's the way it goes. At least you're not in war right now. I'm not. I'm in a war against the North. I'm going to get a war against the North, though. That's our hashtag hullabaloo here on this Friday with John and Knowlton Rawl. Hope you enjoyed our social media dive into history and peanuts and coke. When we come back, we're going to wrap it up here on the Y'all Show. Knowlton and I will close it out with a yep. look around Major League Baseball, who all suiting up this weekend. And we'll also have from Dixie with love. Love. That's right. Coming up next in our final segment of the Friday Y'all. Stay with us. Geico presents unhelpful home improvement how-tos. Lightning can spark a fire in seconds. So today, I'll show you how to protect your belongings by covering them in a fireproof blanket fort. All you need is a hammer, nails, and 700 fireproof blankets. Upon completion, you'll notice your apartment isn't just fireproof, it's also extremely cozy. You could try to protect your valuables with a fireproof blanket fort, or you could get covered for personal property damage through the Geico Insurance Agency. Go to geico.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. The older I get, the more I think You only get a minute, better live while you're in it Cause it's gone in a blink And the older I get, the truer it is It's the people you love, not the money and stuff makes you rich and our final segment of the y'all show for this week we'll be showing some MLB. yeah we're gonna talk some major league baseball and a little golf here too is that okay with you of course and that voice there young nolton rawl age eight my wonderful son as of now don't go bad on me or i won't be able to say you're my wonderful son will you promise me that you'll always be good mm-hmm. okay well, you've made an official pledge here on the y'all show to be good. Hopefully you and your kids are good and everything's great. We're getting into a big weekend. Knowlton's ho- helping me. John Rawl host the Y'all Show today because this is his last day of freedom. He's about to start third grade next week. And I got to hang out with him for the last two weeks. I have to surrender him today. And I uh, won't see him for a few weeks, but I'll get back with him here before maybe Labor Day. Uh, unfortunately, so many of us in the South have split families, and I'm in that category right now and not happy about it, but that's that's how it works Sad. sometimes. It's very, yep, 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 that's the way it works. And Luckily, you're my only kid, and there's some people out there who have multiple kids, maybe even from multiple people, and it really at is. Least I don't, at least I don't get in fights a lot. No, you don't get in fights. Not yet. Mr. Not yet. Brother over here. Yeah. Pinching me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I grew up with two brothers, and that was that was rough. You have you have it easy being an only child. Here on the Y'all Show, we're going to close it up this segment here on the program, giving you a little glimpse of what's going on in Major League Baseball this weekend from a Southern perspective. Washington Nats, they host the Cincinnati Reds. The Philadelphia yeah, Phillies have a series against the Miami Marlins. This I know, those are all Yankee teams. I don't 
really pay much attention okay. to Yank, Yanks here on the program. Sorry. The, the Cards, the St. Louis Cards, are going to be in the, the, the Three Rivers area playing the Pittsburgh Pirates this weekend. You got Get the Atlanta that. Braves facing off against their NL East foe New York Mets this weekend. The Raves have the Chicago White Sox coming to Florida Chicago. facing off against. And then we got Baltimore, Texas. Yep, that's a good southern rivalry, you could say, both ends of the south with the O's and the Rangers facing off in Texas this weekend. And then Colorado. Yeah, Colorado okay. and Milwaukee, not really southern, but the Brew Crew, Brew Crew doing pretty good this year in baseball. The Royals are at Minnesota this mm -hmm. weekend. And finally, the Houston Astros are, are going to have a rematch with the L.A. Dodgers. That's right. That was last year's World Series, and this is an interleague series this year with the Astros going to L.A., which is where they won the World Series. They won it in L.A. at Shea Ravine in 2017. At Dodger Stadium. Its nickname is Shea Ravine. So thank me later. All right, that's a look at what's going on in baseball this weekend. As far as PGA golfers this weekend, they're in Akron, Ohio, in the World Golf Championships Bridgestone Invitational, and that's going on this weekend. So if you like golf, not necessarily one of your major championships, but this is a lot of money on the line this weekend, and we'll be tuning in to see some golf action. Uh, Knowlton just got his first set of golf clubs the other day. Uh -huh. How's that going for you? Pretty good. I had a pretty good shot the other day. Oh, did it go remember in, that. Did it go in the hole? With my hybrid. Hybrid, yeah. Did it go in the hole? No. Well, then it doesn't count. That's just another shot. You gotta just, make. It was just a good shot. You got to make those balls go in the hole, boy. That's okay. the whole purpose of golf. I know. Well, maybe you'll get better. You're only eight years old, so with a little bit of time, you'll get to be good. And, you know, you're my meal ticket. I'm hoping you'll be really good in golf so <laughs> old dad doesn't have to work anymore and I can just go around the world watching you play golf, and you, you send me a few Benjamins along the way. Here, Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, son, uh, I got to go to McDonald's. You think you could spot me about $100? You can buy a lot for $100 at McDonald's. But that's all. I mean, I like McDonald's. So I mean, they like you. I guess they do. I, don't I think that I don't. I don't think I let you do. 100. I don't know what the rules are on. on Cause the, I give you a lot of change back. Yeah, yeah. Well, everything's going now to <laughs> wanting you to play with pay with plastic and then the, some of those. Have you been in the McDonald's where they have the thing where they make you pay with the little like big iPad out in front and you don't even go talk to a person at the counter? Have you seen that? I think when we went to one and yeah, what's it called? I don't um, know. Bolivar. Bolivar. Tennessee? Yeah, I think okay, so. Maybe so. But some I've been to a McDonald's. It made me so mad. I want to talk to somebody. I want to give them my money. I don't want to go over there and order with a credit card or debit card. I want to give cash. I want. I don't want to sit there and spend five minutes pushing buttons just to get my order right. But that is a growing trend at McDonald's and maybe other food chains around the Burger country. King, BK, I, I don't know what BK is up to, but that is a... <laughs> Good thing. They'll never have that at Rush's, though. They'll never have those kind of things. Uh, Rush's. Rush's, one of my best hamburger joints Yeah. in my native South Carolina. If and you, I love their milkshakes. Oh, they got good milkshakes. You're making me long for a trip to Columbia right now. To, You're making me want a milkshake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we love our southern milkshakes. We love our southern fun. And we love our southern kids. And, Knowlton, I love you. Thank you very much for helping me co-host today's y'all show. You're welcome. And we're going to get out of here. Hopefully. With Dixie and Love. And we hope you have a great third grade start and make straight A's, perhaps. You think you can do that? Yep. 
Don't give it a big head now that you're a big radio star. We want you to just be a normal kid, blend in. Don't let the kids be jealous of you because you're the Mr. Y'all guy that doesn't eat grits and doesn't like Coca-Cola. So I don't know what we're going to do with you. I'm going to have to send you back north to your homeland. Thank you, everybody. I'm John I'll Rawl. Mix. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm John Rawl. Appreciate you listening and putting up with us today on the Y'all Show. Again, a, kind of a special treat for me to be able to sit here by my boy, Mr. Eight-Year-Old Knowlton Rawl. But we'll be back here next week. Just me, though. Knowlton will be in school, so you won't hear his lovely voice for quite for some time. Long. No, for no, a no, while. no, no, not unless you flunk. If you flunk out of third grade, you might have to help me host this show every day, <laughs> and that would not be a good thing. I'll actually be fine. No, maybe for you, not for me. But we'll be back here Monday with an all-new Y'all Show. Jerry Short will be stopping by with short stories. And, of course, we've got all your sports coverage and more as we look back at the weekend. Thanks, everybody. From Dixie with Loves getting us out of here. Y'all have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. (sighs) Moving expenses. There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. 
Small business owners, there's something you do better than anyone else. And with Vistaprint, it's easier than ever to promote what makes your business great. In fact, at Vistaprint.com, you can get 500 standard cards for as low as $9.99. Check out hundreds of customizable templates or upload your own one-of-a-kind designs. You can create a business card that works as hard as you and make it as unique as your business. Just go to Vistaprint.com to get your 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 4646 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 4646.